You are listening to So You Want to Read Tolkien, a podcast that goes through each of J.R.R. Tolkien's main works, chapter by chapter, and discusses them in a most ridiculous manner. One does not simply walk into Mordor. I would cut off your head, dwarf, if it stood but a little higher from the ground. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? Yeah, Till at last I threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside. What's happening out there? Shall I describe it to you? Or would you like me to find you a box? Now, don't be hasty, Master Miriado. Is this new devil This week, on So You Want to Read Tolkien, we are reading Return of the King, Book 6, Chapter 6, Many Partings. I'm Caitlin, and uh, <laughs> I finally, after a year... I've dyed my hair back to being purple and pink and red and orange and I don't know whatever colors are in there. And it's wonderful and I'm myself again and happy. Uh, And I'm Rachel and I also dyed my hair purple. It's that time in uh, lockdown, guys. (laughs) And I'm Emmy and I have dyed my hair no colors. I find it interesting that this is your lockdown thing because that was like the thing that I was unable to do during lockdown because I usually pay someone professionally to dye my hair. I mean, I did pay someone professionally, but Uh, it helps that she does it in her house across the street from me. Yes. (laughs) It's a little bit different. I went to my hairdresser, but it was fine. It was just the two of us. We both wore wore our masks. Right. Um, I guess the only thing I have done since 80 years ago when we last recorded our podcast is find the Walk to Mordor app, which I then introduced to every single person I could ever find, and they have all managed to walk closer to Mordor than I have. I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure I'm beating you now. Yeah. Everyone's beating me. It's so cold and there's so much snow that I can't walk outside. Yeah, so if you um want to realize exactly how far they had to walk to Mordor, you should get the Walk to Mordor app. It's, it's very you far. Know, it's very far. Um, 1,930 miles? Something like that. Yeah. Far. It's over 3,000 kilometers. And so when I switched it to kilometers, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Emmy and I both have, like, two feet of snow on the ground where we live, so... The, the walking to Mordor is going to take a while. I really feel their struggle trying to go through the uh, path of Carathras. Yeah, no kidding. I It is currently negative zero degrees here in Lake Forest, which, you know, how can zero be negative? But I guess it can because the wind chill brings it down to like negative 20 or negative 18. I was going to say negative zero is just like an emotional mood. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel, too. It's zero, but it's having, like, a really bad day. It's negative two Celsius here. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means in Fahrenheit, either. It means it's, like, just under freezing. Yeah, yeah, because zero Celsius is freezing. 
But it is like blizzarding out today, and it's the first time we've really gotten snow this winter, so I'm really excited. I have been very happy that when it's this cold, we have gotten snow, because like last year it was this cold, and we did not get nearly enough snow. Like when it was bitter cold, it was just gross outside. At least this time we have a pretty winter wonderland to look at. That is nice. We've just had rain as per usual. Until today, which is very pretty out. But I don't know how I'm going to go for a walk because nobody shovels here because it's going to be gone on Monday anyway. So yeah, why bother? Fair, 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 fair. So how about we talk about Lord of the Rings? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while. We're just catching up. Yes. Yeah, that's um, true. All right. So in this chapter, not unlike the last chapter, our characters include pretty much every single person we've ever met. Um, But... Our, our highlights for returning are Treebeard and Quickbeam. Yay! We get some Ents. Um, and Saruman and Grima. And Bilbo. And Bilbo. And he Bilbo. He wasn't in the last chapter. I love a good Bilbo. Yeah. Bilbo. I felt like reading this, it, it took me a while to, like, getting to that section and remembering, like, oh, yeah, we left things here a long time ago. A long time You're ago. You're like, where were we at? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, as the title suggests, we say goodbye to a lot of people, and a lot of them are like, we probably won't see each other again, but maybe. <laughs> That's literally what every but goodbye is. hedging our bets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. It is so sad. I mean, it was a good chapter. I actually surprisingly enjoyed it, considering the fact we just said goodbye for however many pages, but it was oddly emotional for me. Yeah. And of course, just even the chapter title itself made me sad because obviously it's the the inverse to many meetings. What a throwback. Yeah. Yeah. So we had many meetings and now we have many partings. It is. I wasn't that sad when I was reading it. Maybe because this is like the first chapter in a while that I've actually read instead of listened to. But I was just like, yup, yup. I don't know. It didn't really Really? affect me. Really? No audiobook for you? Uh, I did, but I I was lying in bed and it was just easier to read it. Fair. And I'd like brought the book into my room last night with the specific intention that I was going to wake up and read in bed. There we go. Hey, that's nice. Yeah. Thinking ahead for once. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, we can get into it. Um, the chapter starts with, uh, we're still in Minas Tirith, but basically about to leave. And... I'm pretty sure these are the first words that Arwen says. I genuinely don't remember if she said anything back in Fellowship. She might have. She she might have. It's possible, but also that was all the way back in Fellowship, so wow. Yeah. Yeah. She she talks. She has um like a whole two lines and uh they're, you know, about sacrificing stuff of herself for a man. <laughs> well, a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, she's doing it for Aragorn, but she's just, yeah. 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 So basically, uh, Arwen gives us something that's going to matter in a couple of chapters that uh, she basically tells Frodo, hey, since I'm staying here to die with my bae, uh, you can have my spot on the boat, I guess. (laughs) Says it just like that. Yeah. I never really thought of it that way of her like sacrificing for a man, but I guess it is that. That sucks. Here's my question, right? Are they just like tickets? Can you just trick? Can everybody trade their spot on a boat? Oh my god, you guys! I just realized the boats are vaccinations. <laughs> I, 
I think that that's a bit of a reach. <laughs> everyone, everyone wants to get on the boat, and people are like secretly forwarding spots to each other. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's taken over our whole life. Um, but I know I love that where it's just like, oh yeah, since I'm staying, you can you can go, I guess. And and I'm sure part of it is just that you know, because. Uh, I don't think they make such a transaction for Bilbo. You know, if she gave it to some random person, uh, you know, Burgel, they probably <laughs> would have had some things to say. No, but I would agree with you, except eventually it's kind of like everyone just brings a friend, you know, like. Mm-hmm. At which point, like, how big are these boats? I have questions. Weren't they, you know, moving at speed? Weren't they trying to get everybody out as quickly as possible? No, I don't think so. Like, that would some... be the uh, Titanic lifeboat, Semi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm conflating my stories here. And I'm I'm pretty sure that like not all of um not all of the elves leave. Like Legolas's whole kingdom, I don't think they leave because they're part of the elves that never have. Maybe they do. I could be wrong, but because I'm pretty sure when Legolas, I mean spoilers, but when Legolas leaves, he just builds himself a boat for him and. I'm pretty sure he brings Gimli. <laughs> Spoilers. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, like his people don't have their own boats. Sorry, now I'm looking this up. Great, because if he doesn't bring Gimli, that's going to sound... He does bring Gimli, it. no worries. Great, wonderful. <laughs> that part... De- oh, no, I thought you were kidding. That part definitely happens. Wonderful. There are a number of brilliant fan arts on Tumblr about exactly that scenario. <laughs> I'm very happy. But like, and Sam just magically shows whose boat mm-hmm. is he on, and that's like way later after he has one million children with the uh, Rosie, 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 Rosie. So it all just seems a little loosey goosey. And like, if you want to go, you can go. I guess this is Gimli, Gimli. Well, and again, this is where we get into, you know, it, okay, it's a book, Tolkien doing his thing, uh, but. Again, they're all members of the fellowship, so they were theoretically sure majorly significant people and not some randos. No, 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 sure. I just mean Gimli does give off rando vibes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. And it and, but it is a little weird cuz right, we've, it's been this exclusive thing and then all of a sudden everyone shows up. There's and all, also okay. it puts a bit of a like this chapter is called Many Partings. Oh, but we'll see each other in Valinor, don't worry. And uh, I guess with the death metaphor actually that yeah. <laughs> There's uh, no consensus on the internet about what happens except that Legolas leaving had absolutely no effect on his kingdom. I was like, wow. <laughs> kingdom of Mirkwood was like, bye boy. Yeah. No one cares. Okay, well, that's yeah. that then, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, all, all of this, you know, side discussion uh, aside. <laughs> um, really, it's, I think it, it, it the most significant thing about this is Arwen basically calling what's going to happen, which is, you know, if if your hurts grieve you still and, you know, if, if you can't get over all of you, all you've been through, you can go. And, and that is indeed what happens. When the memory of the fear and the darkness troubles you, this will bring you aid. Mm. Yeah, that's why I was pissed in the movies that Aragorn got her necklace. Fuck Aragorn. He doesn't need it. <laughs> I mean, no, he doesn't. Exactly. Except then, what would come between him and Eowyn? How would we get a visual representation that his heart belongs to another? We would never remember. (sighs) (laughs) 
anyway, <laughs> so um, then we get on with it. Uh, Amr shows up from Rohan to take home, you know, Theoden's body. Uh, but we get that that little scene that again we've been waiting for for a while. I which, love this scene. <laughs> like it's so stupid and it's, terrible, and I love it. It's great. Um, so back forever ago, what Gimli had had told you know Amr like. Yo, you take a look at uh, Galadriel and tell me if she's not the most beautiful person in the entire world. Okay, before I mean, Aomer had said some bad things about yes. the uh, the Lothlorien elves, and then mm-hmm. Gimli was like, "My axe," and then <laughs> somebody talked him down a little bit from that ledge, <laughs> and then he was yeah. like, "I will wait until you see her, and then we will readdress this dispute." Yeah. And it's so great because that's like Aomer's first words are, do you have your axe ready? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so I love how this goes down. It's ridiculous because, you know, Aomer's like, you know, hey, you know, gives us the sum up of what had happened before. And he's like, but I have to say, she's not the fairest lady that lives. And Gimli's immediately like, all right, getting my axe. (laughs) We're going to fight. So good. Uh, But... Then Aomer is like, okay, I would have said yes, except then I met Arwen. Dang. Um, and Gimli's okay with that because yeah. he's all, you are excused from my part, Lord. You have chosen the evening, but my love is given to the morning. And it's kind of nice if it wasn't quite so reducing these women to objects. Yeah. But it's it's a fun the poetry scene between is the nice. two of them. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Poetry is nice. Friendship is nice. Objectifying, less nice. Especially but because not they don't know these people, like, at all. Like, Ghibli is, has this weird obsession. Oh, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and, yeah, I think the, the Arwen part even more so, where, yes. you know, and, and Aomer really doesn't know either of them. You know, Gimli was hanging out in... in um, Rivendell? <laughs> L- Lorien. No, L- <laughs> That place. I mean, uh, both for, of them, I guess. You know, like, a month. <laughs> Right, yeah. they were there a long time, so there's at least some knowledge. But Ar- Arwen's just sort of not existed this entire time. Yeah, it's it's shitty. But like the scenes are good. Like I yeah. I like I like Gimli's scene with 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 Gladriel back in Fellowship, and I like I like this scene. But it's also just kind of it's kind of shit. Yeah. It also must just be really weird. Like I don't know. I know Amor eventually gets married, but is he always just going to be thinking, man, my wife is an Arwen, who he probably sees relatively often since they're neighbors. You know what I mean? Yeah, but how often do kings travel? I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These ones, I think a fair amount. Yeah. I mean, Gimli just like sticks with his boyfriend, so he's fine. (laughs) Like he, I, I, I totally get where Gimli just thinks she's like... The most beautiful, th- like he literally thinks she's an object, the most beautiful one in the world, and will defend it. And for some reason, I'm more okay with that. I don't know. Because he's in love because... with Legolas is what I'm saying. Okay, I was going to say perhaps because she is so desperately unattainable Yeah, that it's not even a question. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it I didn't was... actually mean to bring down this really fun scene this way. <laughs> it's all right. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Just to be downers. <laughs> 
Welcome to 2021, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, new <laughs> listeners. We're cheerful. <laughs> we usually are. Um, not today, though, apparently. Who knew? Okay. It's what's the next? sad chapter. It is. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. We do. We, we finally get out of Minas Tirith. This whole parade of everyone starts going. It's basically, we're all going to go say goodbye to Theoden together, and everyone's going to slowly make their way to their ultimate destination. Jeez. You say that like they're going to get their heads chopped off. <laughs> but um Well, I was going to say everyone goes home, but they don't all go home, so right. Most of them are making their way home. Yes. Legolas and Gimli are off to well, their home is each other. So, <laughs> they're they're going off towards Mirkwood and um the Lonely Mountain. Oh yeah, they are. They are on their way home. Yeah, they're just taking the long adventurous best friends route. Do we know do they have like a dead body preserving method or because it's been a couple weeks like does i would they assume is they just rotting yes probably i mean they did lay but him they, in the like king resting place right which i assume is very cold because isn't it deep in the mm, words what's it called you know i know what you're saying it i don't know the i just feel thing. like <laughs> I just feel like they didn't really address it, and it was all I could think about as they talked about <laughs> carrying Theoden's body and stuff. Like, I'm sure he's in a casket or whatever, so it's probably not that bad, but all I could think about was the smell. I was going to say, medieval cities, the smell is, mm, yeah, pretty bad. Everywhere, for everything, so just try sure. not to think about it. And my thought was that if any place has magical body-preserving powers, it's probably where they lay the freaking kings, so... Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I just, I genuinely didn't remember God, if that's they creepy. told us that they, I don't know, mummified her or something. No. No. Anyways, it was all I could <laughs> about. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So we just, we get, we have this dead body uh, and we get a whole list of all of the ways, you know, the people who have been given horses of varying sizes appropriate to them. And then it's noted um, at the end of all that, uh, Legolas and Gimli as ever rode together upon oh. Arod. As ever. Do you think Arid is sick of carrying them both, or do you think he's into it? No, I think they're friends. No, the horse, though. Do you think? He's... I know. I think he's friends. I think oh, he loves okay. them. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. They're a threesome, not a not a twosome. <laughs> he's oh, like, Jesus. these are my humans. If they left one of them behind, I would riot. Well, they're not humans. Neither of them. <laughs> Work these with are me my here. people. Persons. <laughs> like I like that you went with persons and not people. I can't word. Like the actual... words are. <laughs> They've left me. We're doing a podcast, Emmy, so hopefully I know. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. Caitlin's ridiculousness aside, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, yeah, so we all, you know, they walk away for a while and a bunch of things happen, and then they make it to that, you know, forest area that belongs to the people. <laughs> oh, the Gonberry Gone. Yeah, Gonberry Gone, those people. And this is such a throwaway piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Aragorn's like, hey, I'm giving this to you forever. And, you know, hereafter, no man enter it without their leave. And you're like, man, this is these people's home. Who are you to grant it to them? Yeah. They already lit. They already lived here, bro. Please, please stop. Yeah. It's very much of that good colonizer stuff. Yep. Which I guess creating a line of demarcation for for your own people is important maybe but mm, the setting it up like you were giving them a gift is troubling yeah but then we just move on from that <laughs> very short 
Very throwaway. Very shitty. Yeah. So next up, we get to Theoden's funeral in Edoras. And I mean, it's um, it, I mean, it's most interesting for learning their burial traditions because like they're like, oh, yeah, they're mound people. That's true. That's <laughs> true. But otherwise, it's kind of it's a funeral. You know, people are sad. He gets a song. The saddest part is Mary mm. sort of crying. And he does say, you know, as a father, you were to me for a little while. Yeah. That is sad. It is. You know what it is now, but when I was reading it, this is not the part I found sad. <laughs> I don't you know what that monster. says about me. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, so we kind of move on then. They have a feast and everyone's sort of like, yeah, you know, this guy lived a full life and died extremely heroically. So, <laughs> Which was all he wanted, really. Yeah. So we're not sad. Let's party. Yeah. Uh, we find out that they also buried a whole bunch of other people who died. Mm. So, you know. Good for them getting fancy funerals, too. They get a lot of names, which I was like, did we ever meet any of these people before? What, so the names that they go over, though, are the previous kings of, of Rohan. Oh, like are they? The, the are other they? mounds. Okay. Yeah, because they, they talk about the mounds on this side are all these people, and the mounds on this side are all these people, and it goes down to Thangle, which is Theoden's father, and then now Theoden. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Okay, I misread that completely. Yeah, I, apparently, we were together. So, yeah, no, that makes a lot more sense. Wow. Note to self, don't read chapters in the morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's the whole list of all the kings. And Honestly, though, it would not have been un-Tolkien for him to name all of these people who are now dead, but were like minor characters that never were named before. That would be very on par with every other battle we've ever fought. I can, I can see, see where you would have here. gone there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was still kind of useless. It was still like... Here's randomly all the dead kings' names. And now here Thedin are their hills. We're going to tour them in order. Some are buried on this side. Some are buried <laughs> on this side. I guess the field ended. On, they ran out of space? I don't know. Uh, no, it was it was the, uh, like, that, that line was broken. And the next one's the different line of kings. Right. That makes sense. I did get, somehow I got that, I got that <laughs> but not, <laughs> that's the other Yeah, that's, that's special. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I got too focused on the next part, which is where, you know, after they've been like, and here are all the dead kings, and now we have Aomer. Uh, he introduces Eowyn and um, Faramir, and it's like, they're engaged now. <laughs> Yay. Anyway, it's, it's super cute. And again, I love it because this is, you know, a reasonably appropriate romance path. It is. Can we talk about the word they use for engaged here? Because is it troth plighted? Yes. Yeah. What a dumb word. <laughs> I like it. I don't. I always assume the word like plight as a negative. Oh, I can see what you're saying there, but I don't know. So I like yeah, it. Troth plighted. Yeah, and because you've seen it as like plight your troth. Literally, no. I've never <laughs> seen it that way. Okay. But I, I now that you've said it out loud, I think I've heard it in a show or something. Anyway, I just think it's ridiculous. It's so funny. I'm of the opposite mind. I think we should go back to using that. Engaged is a stupid fucking word, too. <laughs> also true. <laughs> like, anyways, yes, troth-plated. Yep. So anyway, yeah, you know, they're going to get married. Live happily. All that good stuff. And then, But then Aragorn, like, thanks Aramur for his gift to, to their kingdom of his sister, and that's some bullshit. I mean, Aomer started it. 
Because he, he basically said, and here's this, you know, bond as the sign of our country's friendship or whatever. Yeah. Which I guess it didn't bother me because that is very typical allegiance work. Like that's just in every fantasy ever, like people get married to forge bonds between kingdoms. No, it's true. I guess what I don't like about this one is that Eowyn and Faramir were their own thing. And now these two other dudes are like, yes, this is between us, you know? So true. They had their own little plot line, and then Aragorn and Aemir were like, this is a good plot. We're gonna we're gonna pretend it was our idea. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I think they're thinking about it that way, or that Tolkien is thinking about it that way. I just that's kind of how it came that's across. That's how it came across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and of course then, you know, Eowyn gets in on it too, because, you know, she looks at Aragorn, you know, who she had a love obsession with and is like, Wish me joy. <laughs> I do like the bit though. You know, when Aragorn says, I've wished you joy since since I first saw you. Yeah, because he's a good guy. I've wished thee joy ever since first I saw thee. It heals my heart to see thee now in bliss. His uh, speech has gotten fancier now that he's king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, dang, Aragorn, this is quite a sentence. He took that uh, kingship 101 course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it's just strange how Tolkien puts all these things that I really dislike in amongst all these things that I do like or vice versa. It's like, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Very Tolkien. Mm. So, yeah, at this point, uh, we do some some splitting. We leave a couple people behind. You know, obviously, we leave the people of Rohan in Rohan and <laughs> Faramir and Emmerhill stay. Um, mm. And also Arwen. So yeah. she says, she <laughs> says bye like, to her dad. I like how she's like, yeah, well, I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> I mean, I guess somebody needs to actually go back to Minas Tirith and run the fucking kingdom. Mm-hmm. We know Since- it's not going to be Aragorn. Aragorn the indecisive. Listen. I actually read something somewhere. Tumblr? Somewhere Tumblr's about a place. how Aragorn has actually spent a lot of his life preparing to be king and all the bullshit that George R. R. Martin spits out about how he's not really a good king is just that bullshit. Um, and it was really interesting. So I can go yeah. in more into depth about it if you'd like, but it was more I mean, about I mean, I always, <laughs> yes, we always like that, but I think... Okay, it was more about how he's like traveled around to every, you know, he spent his life traveling to all the different parts of his kingdom and getting to know the people there. And he spent some time down in Herod and getting to know those people and the different cultures and all that sort of thing so that when he becomes king, he's actually going to know what his kingdom and what the surrounding kingdoms and their cultures are like and everything. So it was interesting. Yeah. No, that is. It's That's true. Very true. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is still indecisive, but that, <laughs> that hasn't changed. He literally doesn't turn back for like a while. He is deeply empathetic. Yeah. Which, yeah, he probably wouldn't be if if he hadn't traveled as extensively as a ranger. <laughs> love ranger backstories. I love them. All right. We're not actually playing D&D right now, Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, as they're leaving, um, Amor has apparently tried to give Mary like five million presents uh, <laughs> as thanks for, you know, what he did. And Mary just, like, refuses all of them. He's a good boy. And also, like, what's he going to do with all this stuff? <laughs> yeah. But um, then Eowyn is like, but you have to take this one thing, you ass. And then Mary's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a very special horn. That's cool. Very Horn of Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It I is. Really, I like that they emphasize how small it is. 
It's like, this is a Mary-sized horn. This is why you get this horn. But it was also like somebody, it was made by dwarves, and then uh, a dragon had it. And Scatha. Mm-hmm. Scatha. And some, uh, I swear they named the person who took it from him, but now I can't follow. Hey, oh, uh, Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took it from him. So that's interesting. He got his own little uh, dragon loot. It brings yeah. joy in the heart of No, no, friends. no. It's a dragon horn, not a dragon loot. <laughs> uh huh. Ha, ha, ha. Ha. <laughs> All right, <laughs> please, let's all quickly move on from Rachel's idiocy. Um, okay, anyway, yeah, they also just move on and we get like the tiniest little vignette of where as they pause at Helm's Deep, uh, Legolas, you know, does what he agreed to do, which is go into the glittering caves and mm-hmm. he comes out and he's like speechless. Yeah. <laughs> like you win, Gimli, you win. I do like how in all of this, uh, Tolkien has not forgotten their relationship. In the midst of all these, like, quote unquote, important goodbyes and things, he's also just like, and Legolas and Gimli are doing this. And Legolas and Gimli are doing this. Still yep. being best friends. Yes. Yeah. So um, next, in the middle of all these, you know, goodbyes and the people who have left together and are slowly spitting out, uh, splitting off, we go back to where we left a long time ago uh, and have to remember <laughs> who people were. Uh, so we go to, to Isengard. Where, mm-hmm. you know, last we left, um, you know, the Ents were, were in charge and um, Saruman was locked up. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and so basically they've pretty much, you know, given it back to nature. It's healing. super nice and stuff. It's healing. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded like a nice little vacation home now for mm-hmm. um, the king. Yeah. This creepy uh, tower. But then, um, you know, Gandalf... Asked Treebeard how Saruman is. Yeah. And pretty much Treebeard told very long stories to Saruman until he couldn't take it anymore. And then Saruman was quote unquote powerless and Treebeard just let him go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I do I do like that Gandalf is like, okay, I think he he, he must still have some power then in his voice, because you just let him go. And Treebeard is like, I can't lock up living things. And Gandalf is like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Really? So yeah, I'm here. And then, you know, we get another little goodbye with um, Mary and Pippin having one last drink of, of draft. It's nice. I like them. I like that they're friend with this tree man. I was going to say this giant tree. Yes, these very little hobbits and this giant tree man. Mm-hmm. I hope um, they see him again. Yeah. Man I hope Kevin. they find the Entwives. Yeah. The Entwives mm-hmm. ran away, okay? I am just... Yeah, good for them. ...firmly believe they peaced out. They've gone back to Valinor. That's what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam's gonna get there and be like, oh, shit, I gotta write a letter to Mary and Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we say the first of our sad goodbyes... Because the funeral wasn't sad. Yep. Okay. Okay. We have we we have the breaking of the fellowship uh, for yes. real this time. Uh, you know, Gim- Gimli and Legolas are it hurts. you know they're gonna set off home through Fangorn to do the other side of the deal. And yeah, it's sad, but it's nice. I like that even when they're breaking up, breaking up. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> they're staying together in their little pods. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. They're not completely alone. 
Yeah, I guess, I mean, except for Aragorn. I was going to say, except for you, Aragorn, <laughs> but you, you're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. He has this new pod. He does. He has a family. Okay. So then, you know, we kind of, we, we move on, do some more walking and stuff. Uh, and, you know, oh, yeah, also, sorry. Wait. This is also when Aragorn turns. Yeah, Aragorn back. also leaves right after that. Yeah. These all just kind of happen back to back, but not at the same time. So, yeah. Aragorn leaves, um, except you know how, you know, Mary had found his his personal king in Theoden? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this because uh, Aragorn is like, hey, Pippin, remember, you are still in the service of Gondor. Yes. I'm yeah. not letting you out. I'm not letting you go. I may come and visit one day and you can't say no. I just love it so much. I do like that. And how he, how he says that Pippin is just on leave and we <laughs> might need you sometime. So be prepared, buddy. Um... I felt like <laughs> I felt like Celeborn's goodbye was really ominous. I mean, Celeborn, but short. Celeborn, shh, it's fine, it's fine. May your doom um, be other than mine, and your treasure remain with you to the end. Oh, it was like, Wait. wow, man. <laughs> okay. I feel like maybe maybe Galadriel leaves for Valinor before him. They're together in this. No, sorry, I meant for Valinor. Oh, yes, I just looked that up. He stays behind for a, a good a good while. Okay, because she's the one with the ring, so she like has to go. Yeah, but yeah, wow, you know that that just really comes off super ominous without knowing that yet. Yes, it does. Tone is everything, I guess. But I do think a lot of this chapter is referring to that one boat that leaves. You know, like because mm-hmm. Arwen and Frodo talk about it. Uh, I think we're gonna talk about it a bit with Bilbo, obviously. When the three elves part ways, they talk about it, even though we don't get that conversation. But a lot of this chapter is about the big parting that is coming. Yeah. So Aragorn says farewell, you know, in the middle of sunset, and then he holds up his green stone. And, you know, it's like, again, he has his last magical very girl dramatic. moment. His, his last magical girl moment. <laughs> it's so good. I read it twice because I was like, wait, what the fuck just happened? I'm like, oh, it's a magical <laughs> girl moment. I see. Yep. Uh, so then, you know, we just had this bit where Treebeard says Saruman left. So obviously we have to immediately run into him. Because the world is small. Because the world is small. I couldn't tell if it's supposed to be like, I mean, it is, right? Destiny or whatever. But really, it just feels like this map should be bigger. Well, we don't know how how long before they turned up Treebeard let um, Saruman go. Like, it literally might have been two days. That's true. You know? What is so- time? Especially with Treebeard. He has no idea what time is to us. <laughs> so it, it genuinely might just have been, oh, we're both going the same way at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I can't believe they don't do anything here. Like, if I were Frodo or Sam or Merry or Pippin, after everything that's going to happen in the next two chapters, I would write Gandalf a very strongly worded letter about why <laughs> did we just let him go on the road? Like, what the fuck? How are there no consequences? Yeah. Yeah. Do you not have jails? You do, because you put Gollum in one. Or dungeons, prisons, I don't know what they call them. Yeah. Like, Gandalf tries to offer Saruman help, and Saruman's a petty bastard who's like, hell no. And they just let him go. And they just let him wander off, even though Gandalf was just saying that he must still have some power in his voice. Yeah, that's weird. That's very weird. Did someone punch Gandalf? Like, please? Yeah. Where is the accountability? Where is it? I mean, all that to say that they come across Saruman and Grima on the road and have an unpleasant conversation with them, and then he steals Mary's 
sack full of weed. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Poor Mary. Oh, and they find out that Saruman has literally been buying weed from the hobbits. And the hobbits are like, from who? From what? How? Why? So. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, Saruman says something super ominous. And it's like, um, well, it. It will serve you right when you come home if you find things less good in the South Farthing than you would like. Long uh, may your land be short of leaf. Uh, like, come on, Gandalf. Do something you just about Just let him this. get away with that? I'm pissed about it. Yeah, and even Gandalf is like, yeah, he has withered altogether. All the same, I'm not sure that Treebeard is right. I fancy he could do some mischief still in a small, mean way. And yet. So just because it's small, you're okay with it? No consequences. That's, I feel like maybe he just didn't want to write that. <laughs> he just didn't want to deal with it. So they let him go. But that just means he has a huge thing that he has to deal with later. I, I don't know. Yeah. This makes me think of like the, the two alternate versions we have in the movies, depending on whether it's extended or not. Right. Because the first, you know, the theatrical basically just implies that Saruman's left in Northank to rot. Yeah. Which, fine. The second one's weird because they... Straight up kill him. <laughs> well, like that's that's such a weird extended scene. It's it's similar to how he does end up dying. That's fair, but also it's like really, <laughs> really. I don't know. Well, anyways, then we move on to. I was gonna say move on to Elrond. Rivendell. Rivendell is the word I was looking for. But not quite yet. We have to have one more farewell. Oh, oh, so many farewells. Oh. Yes. Yeah. The Lothlorien folk leave them. Yep. That one's not that sad I'm, because they, they're not good friends. I was going to say, yeah. I don't know what to say about this one except that it happened and it was dramatic. Yep, pretty much. They they sit and the elves speak mind to mind for a while. It's a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> not not the elves, the, um, the ring bearers. So that's Gandalf, Galadriel, and mm. uh, just Elrond. Jesus Christ, Caitlin. <laughs> okay, two elves and a Maya. That's better. Accuracy, as we know, is the number one thing on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we say goodbye to them. Sam wishes he was going back to Lorien. But not really. Sam wants to go home. Yeah. It's just a little sad that they, you know, took the west side of the mountains instead of going through Lorien. Because, you know, I think Sam would have liked. Yeah, but then they would have had to get through the mountains through Moria again, and I don't think he would have wanted that. Probably not, but maybe he wants some better Lorian memories than mourning Gandalf almost the entire time they're there. Maybe. Okay, but then we do get back to Rivendell. Yes, then we arrive. And before they even take off a single item of clothing from the road, you know what I'm saying. They go, <laughs> they go see Bilbo. Before they take off their cloaks? <laughs> Whatever. They just they go see Bilbo is what I'm saying. Like they don't, With you their know when clothes you come in on. from a long journey... <laughs> from Jesus. You know, when you come home from a long journey and the first thing you want is to like, like like a plane ride. Remember those? And the first thing you want is to like shower and get out of everything that you've been in. They're like, fuck that man. We want Bilbo. So they go see Bilbo. And it's cute is all I'm saying. It is really cute. I miss travel. And tomorrow is his birthday. Convenient. It's full circle. This is what we're doing. I love how they don't bring up that it's also Frodo's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody says anything about Frodo's birthday. And I think that also gives us our timing because that means it's basically been a year, Mm -hmm. right? That's the idea anyway, I assume, in including it. 
Bilbo is going to be 129. I don't remember when they started out. Was it on Frodo's birthday? Because I thought the whole thing was like it was like there was earlier in the year and then they were going to wait for Frodo's birthday and then head out. That sounds familiar. Yes. You know, that whole thing 10 years ago. Yeah. Or one. (laughs) I do think, yeah, I do think the whole thing takes about a year. So, Mm -hmm. yes. So, yes, he's going to be 129. And one more year, he shall equal the old Took, who is the oldest hobbit ever. And then he says, I should like to beat him, but we shall see. I love the idea that he's staying alive out of spite. Me too. Very Bilbo. He would. Very in character. Yes. And I can personally kind of, I get it, you know? I would do it too, just to win. Yeah. So basically, this whole bit is just like conversation. They're talking back and forth. And it really just serves to, you know, show how Bilbo, with the passing of the ring, is now actually as old as he is. Yeah. He just sort of keeps nodding off and saying things over again. And and his, his he's not really kept up with his writing down of this, the big story. He's only writing poetry. And so he just gives all of his notes and his books to Frodo and was like, you got to put it together, kid. And Frodo seems happy to. He also gives Sam like some of the last of his uh, smile gold. Oh, yeah. To get married. <laughs> I enjoy that he like doesn't think Frodo's ever getting married. I mean, Frodo has his own money, but <laughs> I, I just I love Frodo that. Frodo doesn't he's get like, a birthday. Frodo doesn't yeah. get a partner. Frodo. I, I, to be fair, like, like uncle, like nephew. Yes, I suppose. But I enjoy the, this idea that he just sort of looks at Frodo and he's like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> I say that's it's both like funny. And then I think there's also that sad part of it of, you know, Bilbo knowing what it's like to come back to the Shire after an adventure. Yeah. But it's strange that he doesn't think Sam will be that changed. But he knows that Frodo will be. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I would say it's because Frodo was the one who carried the ring, but I really think he forgot about that up until like three paragraphs later. Yeah. 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 He asks, he asks Frodo, you know, what happened to the ring? And Frodo's like, uh, I got rid of it. And, and then Bilbo like remembers, oh yeah, that's, that was that's the what whole you point. were doing, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. cute. And he's so old and I love him. Yeah. And then I think we get the definitive the the definitive version of The Road Goes Ever On. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want to read it? Oh, okay. I didn't realize I was volunteering for that, but sure. You brought it up. It's a dark world. The road goes ever on and on, out from the door where it began. Now far ahead, the road has gone. Let others follow it who can. Let them a journey new begin, but I at last with weary feet will turn towards the lighted inn, my evening rest and sleep to meet. And then Bilbo falls asleep. It's very, um, I've never really noticed before, but it reminds me a lot of like uh, stopping by woods on a snowy evening. I was just thinking that. Yeah, with the rhyme scheme and the, the you know, it's sort of like, it's kind of miles to go. Mm-hmm. Well, they've Anyways, got the same theme, yeah. so that's not a surprise, I guess. The journey with death at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> Appropriate well, for I mean, snowing for all of us. Robert yeah. Frost has never been accused of being subtle. It's, it's, and, well, Tolkien, maybe. I don't know. I wonder how Tolkien would feel about that comparison. I don't think he'd be very into it. Better than comparing him to Shakespeare. <laughs> I don't know, because at least Shakespeare's a little old. I don't think Tolkien would like anything modern. It's fair. 
but yeah, then Frodo takes all the notes and the books, like I mentioned, and they head out back to the Shire. They leave with Gandalf to sleep it away. Right, Gandalf goes with them for a bit. Yep. But he doesn't come into the Shire with them, so it's like extra useless, Gandalf. Anyways, sorry. I'm mad at Gandalf about this whole Saruman thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elrond also says, hey, like a year from now, you'll see Bilbo and me. Yeah. Very ominous. I enjoy that everyone is like, we know you're fucked up in the head, Frodo. (laughs) See you soon. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Oh. Yeah, I do think it's funny. I I hadn't really, it hadn't struck me as how odd it is that everyone's like, goodbye for now. <laughs> like every single parting is like tentative. I leave you for a while. Well, and it's like the two different versions of the ominous where, you know, some of them are like, farewell until I see you in the death metaphor. <laughs> yeah. And some are like, farewell for now. We probably will actually see each other again. <laughs> See but you, then, like, in two years. Or, like, Aragorn's fel- farewell to the hobbits is literally, like, remember, you're actually part of my kingdom, and I'm going to be there to... You like, work I think for he me. Means it, <laughs> I think he means it kind of jokingly and, like, uh, affectionately to the reminder that the Shire is actually part of Arnor, but he, <laughs> just the way he says it, he's like, remember, I'm your fucking king, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 100% doesn't mean it that way, but that's definitely how it comes across here to the modern reader. See, I feel like it's like, hey, remember that I have uh, my my company has an office in your uh, hometown, so I'll probably have a reason to visit you at some point. Yeah, no, that's exactly how he means it, but sometimes you read it like... But I'm coming for you, Pippin. Yeah, you're only on leave. (laughs) You can check out any time you like. Yeah. Yeah, I loved this chapter a lot. It was, I just, it was very sad, though not Theoden's funeral, which I didn't realize until we arrived there. It was all the goodbyes that really, really hit me, but I liked it a lot. So many things came full circle. I liked it too. I did find it a little, like, it's a short chapter, but I also found it kind of long-winded, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I would say it's kind of middle length. It was longer than I thought it was. It's like... It's like 15 pages, so yeah, it's like average length. keep saying goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, and like like that part in the middle where it's like they say goodbye to Legolas and Gimli, and then they say goodbye to Treebeard, and then they say goodbye to Aragorn. Yeah. And it's just like, it keeps going. They couldn't just formed like a power circle and all said goodbye at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of goodbyes, lots of foreshadowing. So I guess we'll see what comes next. It mean, doesn't bode well with a title it. like this. Homeward Bound? Oh, no, I was thinking of the wrong one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> My bookmark is in the wrong chapter. The next chapter is really short, which I did enjoy. Alrighty, so if you would like to support our podcast in a monetary manner, you can do so at patreon.com slash so you want to read Tolkien. You can tweet us at to read Tolkien, and I think that's it. Oh, if you want to support our show in a non-monetary manner, we appreciate ratings and reviews on your podcast listening program of choice. I've been Caitlin. I've been Rachel. I've been Emmy. And don't forget to join us next week for Chapter 7. Book 6, Chapter 7. For Return of the King, Book 6, Chapter 7, Homeward Bound. See Bye. you.